Welcome everyone to the 20 by 20 podcast. This is Peter. I'm here with executive producer George. And we're just tying up a little loose ends here for this bonus episode that you're hearing right now on Tuesday afternoon, if you're downloading it right when it drops. This past weekend, the 20 by 20 crew went to Old Wrestling in Norwalk, Ohio. Great show, as always. It's their extravaganza show that they run every August. We ran into our old friends, Gregory Iron, RJ City. AK-47 herself, Allison K, and we met a new friend. You may know him as Super Cop Dick Justice. Now we just call him Friend. Friend of the pod. Friend of the 20 by 20 brand. He was nice enough to stop and talk to us for a couple minutes after the show. So we're going to play that interview for you right now. Live from the 20 by 20 studios. Sponsored by 20 by 20 Apparel, this is the 20 by 20 Podcast. I am Marmalade Fowlweather, and here are your hosts, Peter and Chris. Salamander. Salamander? Well, we are here post-old wrestling extravaganza. In the uh, Norfolk... uh Barnhouse? What is this called? Barnhouse, the fair? The fairgrounds. The fairgrounds, baby. That voice you're hearing is not me or Chris. This is Super Cop Dick Justice. Can Hello, call you everybody. S- Super Cop, or do we call you Dick, or what do we call you? Oh, you can call me Dick. We're friends now. Formal. Right. Hey, Dick, what's going on? Hi, guys. So I uh, feel like I should call you Officer still. I don't. I don't want to. You wanna. can. I respect the badge. It's yeah, it's nice. We're gonna be formal here. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're as we said. This is after the show. Uh, we just wanted to uh, talk to one of our favorites. We oh, don't. Thank uh, you. We don't catch up with you very much. So. Uh, we want to just hit a couple notes with you, uh, spread your name, your word to our legions of fans. <laughs> Thank you so much, preaching my name. Or, you know, the, Appreciate you. the 50 people who listen to us every week. We have a couple in England who listen. Ooh. We have a one in unknown. Oh. You like that unknown yeah, one, Yeah, right? one part's unknown. We do. <laughs> Excellent. Could be. The Boogeyman, I think. <laughs> I think it is. We ran to him. Boogeyman loves me. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hit a couple uh, bullet points, if you will. Sure. We are from Detroit, just yes. outside Detroit, Michigan. We don't really see you in our area. It, I have never been to Detroit unless it was passing through the airport. So how are you not getting booked? What do we need to do? I have written in my notes, hashtag justice for justice. <laughs> yes. Yes. Why are you not in yeah, XICW? We need you up in our area. There's multiple very good feds in our area now. They've just been popping off the last maybe two, three years. XICW has been around a while, but like, let's get you going. Come Uh, on. At one point, this was probably ten years ago, I was supposed to do a show in Detroit. I know where this is going. (laughs) For, uh, oh my god, what was his name? Juggalo character. Here we go. (laughs) Um, And I guess, no... No, I'd remember that. Uh, Kevin Gill? No, no. He's a he's a he's a Detroit native, or at least he's a Michigan native. Hmm. Is it Briar? Oh, jeez, <laughs> it could be Briar <laughs> Wellington. No, it wasn't him either. Because he runs his own show now. Yeah. Uh, uh, we yeah, Steve is yeah. Never mind. <laughs> oh my God, I cannot remember his name to save my life. Um, I think he just retired and then came back and then. Oh, that's everybody. <laughs> T- Terry Funk. No. 
Believe me, I would remember Terry. Terry Funk's my favorite wrestler of all time. Really? Might as well. My whole life. We'll, we'll jump into that in one second. Yes. We'll I got a wonderful Terry Funk story. All right, we'll just skip right ahead. <laughs> just just <laughs> forget Detroit. We're going to get you booked in Detroit. Uh, well, I haven't been to Detroit. I've just never, no one has ever gotten a hold of me from Detroit other than there. Um, we're going to work on it. Okay. We're, we're going to help you out. I'm not opposed to it. It's not very far. It's about a six-hour drive, and I can, you know, I'm sure I've fallen asleep at the wheel on one of these drives longer than that, so. <laughs> you got to pass through Ohio. It gets very, uh, yeah. Yeah, very stale and <laughs> playing. <laughs> Cornfields. I don't say we can, like, put you up, but we'll, we'll buy you a Coney dog. You know what a Coney? You know, uh, chili cheese and onion oh, on yeah. a hot dog? Look at that. We'll take you to Lafayette. Cool. <laughs> get a booking, get a hot dog. Hell yeah. Oh, Steve, Steve that, approves. Is that my hot dog and handshake that all these kids are talking about? <laughs> I don't know if I want to give you a handshake, but I'll get you a hot dog. Okay. Pre-Coney handshake, you know? You yeah, yeah. Coney sauce all over. I don't particularly, I think I would appreciate the hot dog more than the handshake, <laughs> especially if it's post-show. I'm going to be hungry. We'll make that happen. <laughs> so, Terry Funk. That is Chris's uh, favorite wrestler, and you yes. have a Terry Funk story? I do. Do tell. So, uh, at the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in Amsterdam, New York, a little promotion named 2CW, they ran a show that had Terry Funk on it. And I've never gotten my picture taken with a wrestler, except for Terry. I got my picture taken with Terry Funk. I was petrified to ask. <laughs> Just but like I got we it. were petrified. We're petrified to ask anybody anything. Yeah. <laughs> we are nervous. Uh, then afterwards, he wants to go to the after party and hang out. So we get to the bar, and I'm sitting at the bar. I got there before him because he drove with like the promoter and stuff. Terry comes over, and he sits down right next to me, <laughs> and he cracks his beer, and I crack my beer, and for the next four hours. <laughs> I was the only human being Terry Funk talked to. That's fantastic. That's he good. didn't know my name. He didn't know anything about me. But he sat next to me, and he talked to me for four hours about how to be better. Ooh. And uh, he started off by saying I need to, you know, wrestle in the singlet and the long tights. And, you know, I got to change my name. I got to dye my hair blonde. I want you to be like <laughs> Dick Murdoch. Yeah. Like, you got to be big Dick Justice. And every so often he would say it. But he would add more words to it. You gotta be big, mean Dick Justice. You gotta be big, mean, nasty Dick Justice. And then by the end, he's like, no, you gotta be big, mean, dirty, rotten, stinky, slimy, evil Dick Justice. And I'm obviously anything he says yeah, done. Uh, is gospel. And then finally he asked me, he's like, what do you, what are, what do you go as? And I was like, well, I'm a super cop, so I, you know, I'm a cop. And he goes, oh, all right. <laughs> so he gets in the car with his driver and he's sitting there I heard this from the driver who's a friend of mine and he goes huh hey that's super cop dick justice that's actually pretty good <laughs> that's great and that's my Terry story that's good that's fantastic he's also, his action figure is also the star on my Christmas tree every year <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> which which figure would that be? The Chainsaw Charlie Deluxe Aggression figure. It's <laughs> a nice choice. Yeah, that is a good one. I've never I want to meet Terry at least once, but have not been able to cross paths anywhere. Oh my god, he is. You have to pull like people. He has to have somebody to pull him away mm-hmm. because he'll just talk to you. That's what I always hear. Yeah, everyone's like to never meet your heroes. I met a lot of people that I looked up to, and I met them, and I hate them. Right. Terry Funk was the one man I wanted to meet, and it was. 
everything I wanted and more. That's fantastic, yeah. I think that's why we're scared to talk. Well, I'm scared to talk to everyone regardless, but, yeah, you don't want him to be an asshole. <laughs> he's like. so nice. So nice. Even when he's having a bad day, he's really nice. Do you remember? So we're here with Steve because he came to the trip with us. You remember IWF? When uh, Punk and Cabana were there, and you're like, go talk to Punk. And I'm like, no. Like, because I just know that I don't want to, like, I-, I can't do it. Like, because he'll just be an asshole. Like, and I well, love you get the, so like, many people that are very uh, uh, extreme and aggressive yeah. with the way they interact with people. So, so if you're just like, yeah. I don't want to be like, hey, what's going on? Or, like, just run into anyone, I'm, like, petrified. Because so. mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy. You know what I mean? Speaking of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I got def- I got blocked on uh, Twitter. Okay, so we're getting defending into- your uh, your honor. Actually, let's let's, t- <laughs> let's tell that story real quick. So uh, I forgot what it was, but there was a thread going on. You know, everyone arguing about the uh, the gun standoff. I believe it was you and Joey Ryan maybe in a match, but you know, you, you bring out the the gun. Uh, was, and- the, was it the one that was uh, me, Team Tremendous, and Cole Cabana? Yes, I believe that was it. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's going back and forth arguing, and Cornette's in there. We met Cornette at uh, the Bruce show. Gave him a shirt. He was. Cordial as could be, I so, guess. So Cornette, let's take a step back. When you listen to Cornette, he's, like, entertaining. He's funny. I, I like listening to him until he talks about anything wrestling from, like, 2000 beyond. Beyond, yeah. So, like, entertaining guy, but, like, his opinion it starts getting me, like. The so. worst part is, is I get it. Uh, it. It makes sense. Like, I know where he's as, coming yeah, from. As far as. What I do compared to what he did, it's kind of, I mean, it is kind of a slap in the face. And I do sometimes think about that. But then I think about all the people who are smiling around me. And I've always been very, if I'm in a room full of 100 people and one person doesn't like what I'm doing, but the other 99 are having a great time, unfortunately, I'm sorry, we're going to have to sacrifice that one 10-minute period mm-hmm. for you to, you know, go to the bathroom, go to the concession stands. I don't care. Just don't ruin it for everybody else. If I'm in a room full of 100 people and 99 people don't like what I'm doing and one person does, sorry, man. I'll link you to some YouTube. <laughs> I'm, I don't mean to waste your people's time. Thank you. I always look at the, especially now as it expands and there's more and more different, speaking of this, old wrestling, a whole different type of wrestling. It's like genres of music, you know, like mm-hmm. you've got something for each fan. And I like sprinkling all of it. I'll watch 80s mm-hmm. five star classic, but I love the gun standoff and all those. It's just a different form of mm-hmm. the genre to me. My dad uh, explains it as the music that he was listening to, mm-hmm. you know, all the, the, the new age rock and roll that was coming out <laughs> in 1955. Yeah. His father said this is not rock and roll. This is, you know, garbage. Mm-hmm. And he would turn the radio off. So same thing we got going on right, right. now. I do that with music constantly because music now sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just an old man now. This isn't Hoobastank and I turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back to uh, your Twitter uh, oh, interaction. Yeah, with yeah so no, that's okay. Cornette was getting all upset with people yelling back and forth. And I think mainly it was Cabana at that point Cornette was getting upset with and all this. And I just... Dropped in and go, well, I'm just here to defend the good name of Super Cop Justice. And Cornette instantly goes, well, you're not going to be here for long, and then blocked me. <laughs> so we always laugh at that uh, funny uh, interaction on Twitter. Yeah. The weird thing about it is, too, is I worked with Cornette when I was at Impact. Yeah. Never said a word about it. I don't think he knew who I was, mm-hmm. which is probably for the best. But, you know, nice enough guy when I was 
I think a lot of it's just his character, you know? That's, yeah, we're... we're, uh, I don't want to talk about wrestling conspiracies, (laughs) but I do believe that he is just playing. Yeah. Yeah, there was a story, was it when he was at Ring of Honor, that after all him and the Young Bucks, all their bullshit, he came up to them and said, like, hey, like, we're doing good business. And they're like... What are you talking about? Like, they didn't know that their interaction was fun. The problem fun. is to do good business, you got to let the other person <laughs> in on it. <laughs> you can't just. You can't be mean to somebody online and then be like, hey, you see what we did out there? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> let me know before you do that. Hey, man, I got this idea. <laughs> and maybe that's what he does or he thinks he does or that's like his I backup. I feel like because nobody can keep a secret, he's got to do it. Yeah. And then eventually, when it gets to a certain point, he's like, hey, we made good business out there. And then the other guy goes, you said horrible derogatory things towards me. <laughs> What business are we, you know? Yeah. So what you're saying is that you and him are in cahoots and you just can't tell us. Wow. We'll turn off. We'll talk later. Yeah, we'll uh, turn these you, microphones off yeah. and I'll tell you some real conspiracies. <laughs> so uh, jumping back to one thing real quick. Uh, every episode we talk about like what we're watching because we can't just watch the current products. We're always watching, you know, something in Japan, something old, tapes, DVDs, YouTube. So this morning I got into a little rabbit hole, if you will, and I finally watched uh, The Iron Curtain. Versus you, Grado, and Dennis Stamp. Ooh. Please tell us either a Dennis Stamp or a Grado story. Because watching you three interact in the ring, I'm like, how does he understand any of these guys? <laughs> like uh, it, I couldn't. Uh, it like a goddamn You could understand the first couple of words that Grado says. And then his accent really starts kicking in. And it would just, it all turns into one word. <laughs> uh, I love Grado. I think he's incredible. No, he's yeah, we, he's super one of our kind. favorites. He was definitely wearing his singlet backwards in that match. I don't know if anyone noticed. Yep, 100%. <laughs> as soon as he took his off. And then he <laughs> wore mine, and then I just didn't have one. <laughs> um, but we were trying to, you know, put stuff together. And Dennis kept saying, you know, ah, don't, don't worry about me, guys. You know, he wanted to come in, do something real quick, and then stand on the apron. He's like, this is about you guys. And I said... Dennis, when you take that hot tag, everyone's going to go absolutely bananas. Literally, right? that show was all about him. Yeah, like, <laughs> like this whole show is about you. Everyone in here is here to see you. And he's, you know, well, I mean, I guess, you know, a hot tag and maybe like a mm-hmm. couple of clotheslines and that's it. And we're like, okay, Dennis, fine. But I know once you get in there, he's going to go bananas. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? Dennis takes the hot tag. And he goes bananas. <laughs> it's, you know, 1982 again. Yeah. And he's throwing these crispy clotheslines. Yeah, his punches look nice. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch yeah. this. He, he was a kid again. And he felt incredible. And then after the match, he's like, I'm going to have a beer. And I never have a beer. So it was good to see he was, you know, good spirits. And then he just, stories on top of stories he would tell. I can imagine. About, oh, you know, about. The, the um, Amarillo area and Texas and everything else that he had going on to the point where like we're getting ready to try and like go through the curtain and he's tr- in the middle of a story we're like Dennis we gotta we gotta wrestle real quick you pause the story when we come back you can finish it I, you know I want to hear it I, we can't wait to hear it but it was you know that I hold that as one of my my proudest in ring moments was being, that's good being a part of that you got two fantastic beyond the mat alumni uh, stories on here yeah. <laughs> Funk and Stamp, that's fantastic. Yeah. I took a short arm clothesline from Jake the Snake. Nice. That's it. I got nothing about that. <laughs> that's all I got. We that's watched right. Jake unwrap a bunch of Reese's Pieces in front of our table and walk away at a, at a, at a con. That was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, he was a good guy. So uh, we have one more thing for you. I'm assuming you may or may not be familiar. 
Steve is ready for this. We have an ongoing question in okay. all of our episodes. The Insane Clown Posse, are you familiar with their work? Yes. Hall of Fame worthy for WWE yep. or yep, not? Yeah, 100%. See, <laughs> thank you. 100%. Jesus Christ. You want to know, I'm gonna, I'll say it, this is the first time I've ever said it on anything. Oh, here we go. Closet Juggalo. Hell yeah. <laughs> Closet Juggalo for real. Coming out of, <laughs> we were just, <laughs> who were we talking about? Dan Housen, Dan you Housen. think he's a Juggalo? I know he's a Juggalo, 100%. <laughs> I, so, he might be a fake, one of those fake Juggalos. That's yeah. like, he's a Hot yeah. Topic Mall Juggalo. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. Come on. <laughs> but like, Defending ever, the good goddamn name of I Dan Housen. I was begging. I saw Kevin Gill at the Every Time I Die show last December, and I, I've never begged for a booking in my life. And I was like, Kevin, please. Can you please get me in the gathering? <laughs> I want to be there so bad. I want to be covered in Fago. I want to paint my face. I want to go camping. Debauchery. I don't, you know, I just, I want to be engulfed in that. I want to watch Tech 9. I want to <laughs> see everything. Look who's coming to Halloween with us this year. Look out, RJ. <laughs> we we, we offered RJ taking him a trip to Hollowicked, but I think maybe you got to slide in there. Yeah. It's a six-hour drive for you, though. That's a little uh, stretch, but. Uh, I've, done, <laughs> I've done longer. Or things that meant less. Yeah. <laughs> we say that all the time. <laughs> we, yeah, we've slept less for shittier things. And you know what I mean? I, yeah. want, I want it all. I want the whole experience. I want to be there for the whole thing. Covered in the Fago. I think RJ said he wanted to do the gathering, and we're like, ooh. You need to slow Baby down steps, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we start with Halloween. Get you to a show first. Yeah, first, we, you need to understand the culture, and then you can... Jump right in. Yeah. That's going zero yeah. to one. Three, four days in a row with that. That's <laughs> you got to understand the deep cuts on the Wraith of Shangri La. <laughs> yes. that's what you got to. You got to. You got to sing "It Rains Diamonds" nightly, <laughs> the second it strikes midnight in 2019. Like I did. There's the quote of the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, who? When did you start? When did you get into ICP? Do you have like a first? Oh my god. This um, is going in a totally different direction. Steve is backyard wrestling the video game. Hell yeah, yes. that's an interesting one. Ah. Uh, I put in the cheat code for all like the music videos, and I don't know songs were catchy. Couldn't help it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's funny to hear, like you know, because we're from that area, so everywhere you go, mm-hmm. growing up, you see them. So hearing someone from a different part of yeah. this country, how I've they got a, into I've them. I've been a fan of Kid Rock since '99. <laughs> we're going to talk about Detroit. What other Detroit? '99 Kid Rock's fine. It kind of falls off. Uh, yeah. Um, we talk about that a lot. Like, the country stuff, I'm okay with. But, like, the last Steve's not okay with that. But the last couple of years, just something's happened locally where he went from, yeah, like... He's lost his mind. Well, okay, <laughs> you could... <laughs> we're trying to stay off the yeah, politics know, of the podcast, but you can dive right in. and uh, History of Rock, and then the one that had cocky on it, that was okay. I even liked the... Uh, was it the self-titled? With, yeah. a, with American, American Badass on that? No, the, American History, Badass was History a, of Rock, basically. Oh, yeah, rock. right. What was on the self-titled? I know I that know. because my mom wouldn't let me get the CD. <laughs> so I had to go to, I was only allowed to get edited CDs when I was a kid. So I had to go to Walmart and I had to get it. And then I had to switch the booklet out. <laughs> with like, I think I switched it out with like Twisted Metal 2. <laughs> so I came home and I was like, oh yeah, I bought this video Just a game. Video game. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, playing dark and gray in my headphones. <laughs> it's a Kid Rock deep cut. That's good. <laughs> We're going to have to have you back for a uh, top five Detroit music yeah. episode. It's you got it down. One. I wonder if I could do that now. Because obviously. Oh, here we go. Tech Nine. Well, he's not from Detroit. He's not from? No, he's oh, from Kansas, Kansas City. City. Oh, I don't know. He's, just, know. he's just in the juggalo like realm. Like yeah, him. he's good. So there would be, you know, number one's got to be Kid Rock. I don't really know that many else. I'm going to have to do my research. You will. We'll get back to you. Yeah. 
That's not a problem. We'll See, part two this. this is a good little uh, cliffhanger. Everyone yes. we talk to, leave, we leave a little bit wanting. Yeah. Just like I do at the kitchen table. I leave mm-hmm. a little bit wanting. Nope. Because then I go for ice cream. You know what I won't believe wanting? We stop at Tony Paco's on the way home. Yeah. Steve is wanting a White Claw and a Gatorade. (laughs) we got to get going so he doesn't uh, die of thirst. So, no, this has been good. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, it's been a blast. Yeah, we're big fans, so we're excited to get get you on and talk to you. Yeah, I got stuck watching so much YouTube stuff today. Just you and Orange Cassidy and shooting the the cameraman and shooting the referee. It was just match after match, and I'm like, oh, I need to stop. I've had a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks like you have. I've had a lot of cool things that I probably had no business doing, but... I still got to. That's the name of the game, right? That's why we're doing it. Yep. That's why we're doing this, because she ain't making money off of it. <laughs> <laughs> we're just having fun. So, All right. So this is Chris and Pete and Steve's hanging out in the back with Super Cop, Dick Justice. Thanks for having, our, for having us on. Thanks for having us on our podcast. We yeah. appreciate it. Just uh, you know, wipe your feet on the way out. And <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, sir. Thank you. There you have it. Our talk with Super Cop, Dick Justice. If you're going to do anything after listening to this podcast, you've got to go on YouTube, search Dick Justice, Orange Cassidy, any other kind of uh, comedy nonsense that you can find, and uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised. That's all we got for this week. We are off to StarCast this weekend in Chicago, Illinois. Come see us there. 20 by 20 apparel, 20 by 20 pod. We have lots of uh, new t-shirts, new pin set. We'll also have some follow-up episodes chronicling our weekend in Chicago. I'm sure you will be hearing all of our stories from the weekend. Until then, this is Peter and executive producer George saying goodbye.